Hello and welcome to this week's show. I am Janet Lewis. And I'm Dr. Lewis. And we are here to bring you a very exciting show about uh, sugar. Well, sugary things called the (laughs) sweet death and nutritional deficiencies. And I think we've uh, gathered this show based on some things we've been hearing and seeing lately on TV. And uh, we are Green Wisdom Health, home of the low-cost lab work, here to educate you about things you may not know or things you want to know more of. I'm not sure which one, but uh, this all started because of a uh, an ad or something that we saw about Coca-Cola, Diet Coca-Cola, and um, people thinking that they were losing weight because they were drinking a Diet Coke. Oh, I remember it was a Facebook uh, deal where someone was... Getting all this bad food. But and the aspartame a, messes with your memory, too, Janet. Yeah, and they had a Diet Coke so that everything was going to be great. So, uh, Dr. Lewis, if you could kind of just tell us what we're here to learn today would be great. <laughs> yeah, you ever notice they always have somebody that's young, rich, and good-looking and all that? And I, I've said that about beer commercials, too. If they showed you on the ditch, you know, down in the gutter throwing up, beer might not be as attractive. Uh, so... I even taught my kids when they were tiny, tiny, don't uh, succumb to advertisement because they're not necessarily telling the truth. They're just projecting it in a light that's more positive than what it really is. But, you know, when I talk bad about aspartame, same goes with sucralose. Um, Have you ever noticed that people say, well, I want a double bacon cheeseburger, supersize the fries, and give me a Diet Coke, please? Actually, there's plenty of research, and it goes on and on and on about how this stuff actually tricks your brain into putting down more fat than if you ate the real thing. Um, well, you know, one of the things it does it it is sweet, and then what happens is it doesn't deliver the calorie load, so your body gets confused, and that is one of the you know it's a cascade of things that makes you start to gain weight. But there's a lot of studies. Uh, one of them they followed, I think it's close to 500 diet soda drinkers for about 10 years and found that the diet yeah, soda drinkers. Yeah, their waist grew by 70%. More than the ones that drank regular sodas, 70% more. And two drinks or more per day had like a 500% greater chance or 500% greater increase in waist size. And when I read that article, it's like, well, you're putting it very nicely. I'm not always as nice, uh, and I've been told that a lot lately, so I'll try to be very polite today. I apologize to people that have hurt their feelings, but least it comes out of passion but there's a big difference uh, uh, or, or a correlation between the consumption of sucralose and aspartame to waste circumference and uh, how much you weigh <laughs> it's terrible uh, if it says low calorie zero sugar or diet i run like crazy i would not consume it and i've been in people's houses they'll say hey doc Got this sugar-free thing here, and it's like, oh, God, I don't want to hurt this sweet lady's feelings, but I don't want to eat this poison either. So it kind of puts you in a bind there. So the artificial sweeteners, they kind of mess with your metabolism. Uh, You know, like I said, it's usually sweeter than sugar the way it hits your tongue, but it doesn't deliver the calories that your food would provide. So 
uh, that helps increase your appetite is what it does. It, it tricks your brain. And uh, it increases your risk of diabetes and you know, metabolic diseases. But yeah, I always, when I say the word diabetes, I always think of Wilford Brimley. I got diabetes uh, with that big old beautiful mustache of his. Uh, so when you eat something sweet, we usually eat because it releases one of the neurotransmitters or the happy hormones, which is dopamine. And that kind of causes your brain to feel like it's rewarded. And, you know, I've told people when I get stressed, I'd rather have Bluebell ice cream than Schinerbach beer. Texas companies, for those of you that are listening outside of Texas. Um, but since uh, it messes with your leptin, it doesn't tell your brain that you're full because you haven't had enough of the calories ingested. So, you know, I'd say stay away from it because it's horrible to you. And, and I don't know. I just look at it. It's like you've been eating that stuff and you just get bigger and bigger and bigger and you get more arthritic, you get more joint pain, you get more irritable. So I'd say stop it. Well, I think it's interesting that aspartame is actually a synthetic chemical composed of the amino acids phenylalanine (laughs) and aspartic acid with a methyl ester. Say it three times fast. That's sexy. Got it out once. Uh, When that's consumed, methyl ester breaks down into methanol, which may be converted into formaldehyde. Well, methanol is not a good thing either. Isn't that what they embalm people with? Yeah, well... (laughs) I don't know. That's just yeah. spooky. Okay, so I'm going to say something really gross. Please forgive me. I was trying to be nice here. But, you know, I've treated a lot of people that went to Vietnam, you know, served in Vietnam. And as gross as this is, I'm sorry to say it, uh, the people that came back and I've treated, they said, well, our soldiers didn't decompose nearly as fast as the Vietnamese or Viet Cong soldiers because we were so full of some sort of toxins and you wonder if that's not part of it and i don't know that that's a fact and i'm sorry if that freaks y'all out but you know this is what many of the vietnam veterans have told me so we need to detoxify our body which we're going to talk a little bit about that you know i talk about that all the time too and uh, the importance of taking the nutrients that will help do that and, and other ways to do it but there's plenty of researchers that says that it increases your cancer risk. Uh, uh, it, it, one of the articles said it had a high incidence of brain tumors that were identified in aspartame-fed rats. And it's like, well, the moral of the story is be, don't be a rat. And it's like, no, that's not really true because there was somebody that testified in front of Congress, I think it was back in the late 90s, that said that aspartame definitely contributed to brain tumors in humans. Well, if they testified before Congress, why does Congress still let that stuff be put in our food? And it's in over 6,000 products. A lot of times it's in stuff that you don't know that you're consuming. Uh, It also, uh, from Harvard, and they reported in 2012 that there was a positive association between aspartame intake an increased risk of non-Hodgkin lymphoma and multiple myeloma in men and leukemia in men and women. So shouldn't that scare you away? Uh, And heart disease. Here's a good one. Uh, This study 
checked about 60,000 postmenopausal women. They followed them for about 10 years and drinking just two diet drinks a day increased their risk of early death from heart disease. So next time you go somewhere, you're probably eating in the wrong place if they serve diet drinks anyway. And don't supersize the French fries, you know, fried in all kinds of nasty grease. Um, <clears throat> you know, the new thing now, because people are going to go, oh, I don't drink diet Cokes anymore. I, I changed to a Coke Zero. You've just been fooled by the advertisements that my children, when they were three, four, five years old, were smart enough to know better. Well, can you tell us the difference between uh, the Coca-Cola and, or the the zero-calorie Coca-Cola Plus or the Coca-Cola Zero? What what makes it different? They're just rebranding it so people won't think about it because a, a Diet Coke uh, got the bad name, so that now they're naming it Coke Zero and hoping people don't make that association. Mm-hmm. There's also been other correlations made between dementia other brain diseases and aspartame and i've noticed that that the people not all of them but a higher instance of people that have early onset dementia were the ones that consumed the most diet drinks so dementia and stroke you know brain diseases well how about splenda isn't that a great choice <laughs> i just love setting him up over here for these answers if y'all can see his face it's just priceless um, if you could see what's going through my head, it'd be priceless, but you'd have to uh, beep me. Uh, I think of the term BS, and that stands for belief systems or bacon sandwich to one of my favorite preachers. He said, I say bacon sandwich in the pulpit. They know what it means, uh, which I admire him for being that way. So, no, don't do it. Um, because Splenda, if this is correct, has also been linked. To, con, to health effects like increased calorie consumption also, right? Like it mm-hmm. makes you gain weight. Yeah, it messes with your brain and messes with your leptin and messes with, we used to have this lady at workforce named Jenna Lee. Adiponectin, adiponectin. There's a lot of uh, chemical and hormonal uh, reactions that, uh, just trust me, don't do it. Well, it, it increases the risk of cancer in mice and it disrupted insulin response. So don't be a mouse. Yeah, and then a latter case, when study participants drank a Splenda sweetened beverage, their insulin levels rose about 20% higher than when they consumed only water prior to taking a glucose challenge test. Yeah, and then their pancreas puts out insulin and says, I'm all dressed up, nowhere to go, which means insulin has nothing to work on, which is a bad thing. And then it also showed that a 12 weeks of consuming Splenda, these rats, um, led to significant alterations in their gut microflora, including reductions in beneficial microflora. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, so Janet got into something I'd forgotten about. So, yeah, you know that not having the right um, bacteria in your GI tract uh, can alter genetic expression. So you want to do as much as you can to uh, go with these non-splenda, non-aspartame, non-sucralose things. Put in prebiotics, put in massive amount of probiotics. It's very, very important. And uh, I, I'm, I'm going to try to change the subject. I hear all the time, and, and people say it almost every day, but my doctor or my aunt or my cousin or my mama or my daddy says you can get everything you need out of the food. 
if they say that, you need to run because they don't know what they're talking about. And I'm going to present a case for why you cannot get it out of your food. And so, Janet, I think is okay that I switch gears here. Uh, why should you take vitamins? But they've got to be good vitamins because the vitamins they put in and fortify your food are not good vitamins. They're synthetic. For example, there is a Senate document, 1936, and you can look it up. I forget the number on it. But they said back then, 1936, that's way before me, that our soils were depleted of minerals. Okay? Think about it. Um, Americans are... For the most part, the most well-fed, but undernourished people in the history of the world. And that's because uh, it's depleted, our soils are depleted of the nutrients, our soils are depleted of the microorganisms, and is saturated with pesticides and, uh, well, the way we fertilize our plants are not good. But, for example, the vegetables grown in the 1990s, had lower nutrient contents than those grown in the 1950s, which, depending on what they were testing and where they were testing it, it had 6% less nutrients, up to 76% less nutrients. And folks, that includes organic. Organic, you're not getting all the pesticides, and that's a good thing. But don't think that you're getting everything you need to do. And then think about this. You're eating animals that are fed genetically modified Uh, plants, grains, and it's full of glyphosate, which does the same thing, and then it stresses them out. Then you're getting your stress hormones are ramped up just from eating that pig or cow or chicken. So they get fewer nutrients in their feed, and then you think that it's making you healthier. So this is the mineral content is very, very important, and that's why you really, really need to supplement. It's got to be good. And many people have heard me say this, that you don't know if it was um, one part per million of this or 16,000 parts per million. And sometimes one of the things that said, there's one that says 68 parts per million, and but the lowest had one part per million. But the 68 parts per million was very, very deficient in the first place. And that was testing copper. Uh, <clears throat> copper and manganese. Um, the ammonium nitrate, for example, uh, that's what makes the plant and the leaves grow, replaces other nutrients like calcium, magnesium, potassium in making plant tissue. And how many times have you heard me say, you might as well just take magnesium. There's no way in the world you can get it out of your food. Pretty much the same thing with potassium. Calcium, a little bit. That's a little bit true. Uh, and we think about, I'm gluten sensitive, or I'm allergic to gluten. Well, because the way we feed our plants, the uh, fast food that we feed them, it increases their protein content. And this aberrant protein is caused by the synthetic fertilizers, but that protein is gluten. So in our plants, we have four to 40 times more gluten than we had even back in the 1970s. And yes, I was around for that. So <clears throat> it, it's, it's getting to be a bad situation. So you just have to, have to, have to uh, supplement. And one of the biggest things that we're toxic about, and we're going to get into that, we got some questions there. Um, there's uh, 
generally an average of around 200 different pesticide residues detected on all foods. And that's pretty good because that's over 100,000 tests and they averaged it out. These uh, pesticides have been linked to cancer, asthma, respiratory diseases, damage to nervous system, including Parkinson's, damage to the reproductive system, hormonal imbalances. How many people are getting bioidentical hormones because they have a hormone imbalance? Bunches, more and more, and it's because we're doing something wrong in our society the way we're growing our food. So you think about that for a little bit, uh, and I guarantee you we're not going to get around to everything I have written here, but... um, We have lots of things. Yeah, where do you want to go next, Janet? Um, Well, basically, I wanted to talk a little bit about the uh, product that helps helps with this insulin resistance issue because, well, let me rephrase that. As you're having all these sweeteners and things, you're creating insulin resistance, correct? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, then aren't you... And it's essentially depleting the calcium from your bones when the sugar gets high because... um, It buffers the acidity, yes. Okay, so we have a new product that we are so excited about called K-Force. And for you you guys that are patients of ours, you're used to it being called uh, something like K2D3, 80K2. Um, this K-Force... Which were good products, but this is better. This is like those on steroids. And the reason why that is is because, you know, I didn't know much about vitamin K, but when we started learning about it, uh, why is it important to go with vitamin D? A lot of people are used to just getting a vitamin D. The vitamin K is actually, when, when calcium, just say calcium is coming to a hotel, and um, he needs a place to stay, so he enters the door of the hotel. Well, there's a uh, doorman there that's waiting for him, which is, you know, vitamin D, it's waiting to help him out. So vitamin D says, hey, calcium, just hang out here in the lobby and look around. Well, calcium goes on into the lobby, and he doesn't know which room is his, so he just stays in the lobby. (laughs) So along comes the bellhop, who is vitamin K, that comes to take calcium, the luggage, up to the room so that it goes into the correct room. And I know that's a very simple way of looking at it, but for me, I, I get that. And Dr. Lewis can explain why, with the science, science behind it, that it works so much better than just taking the straight vitamin D. Well, I think what you said was really good. Uh, there's a lot of research that says the higher concentrations uh, add 100 micrograms per day of vitamin K. Now, it's got to be the right kind. Uh, it's uh, This is MenaQ7 or MQ7. Uh, it actually helps with optimal support for bone and for cardiovascular health. And there is a lot of vitamin K depletion uh, because we don't get it in our diet, and about 70% of the Western population is deficient. And that's one of the reasons why we have clogged, i.e. calcium-riddled arteries, and uh, osteoporosis is going ballistic. So we're getting very, very good results. The MK7 is much more active, has a longer half-life, and it actually accumulates at higher concentrations in the serum than vitamin K1. So it's a really good thing. But not only is it good for cardiovascular health, it's good for blood sugar balance, which Janet kind of alluded to there. Um, There's uh, vitamin K... Since it helps the blood sugar metabolism, it 
slows down the metabolic uh, syndrome that I talk about a lot. Uh, and it helps with healthy elasticity of the arteries and the cardiovascular function. Anyway, it's a good thing. I take it. So so basically it gets directed to where it needs to go. Yeah. And, and uh, for you guys that already have been taking our previous uh, the prior products we had for that this actually has twice the amount of k in it so that's why we were really excited about it because it's like hey we got a it's we the, got a big bellhop to take us through the room now it's the perfect amount it's the studied amount where it gets the most effectiveness and um if you're new to our show and just now listening and um we're going to get to our questions here in a minute but some of you have no clue what we do um uh, some days we have no clue what we do but um <laughs> that's every day <laughs> Basically, we run very low-cost lab work so that we're not guessing at what's wrong with your health. So if you hear something on our show today and wonder, hey, I wonder if my sugar is high. Hey, I wonder if my vitamin D is low. Hey, I wonder if I'm hurting myself with these diet things I'm having. Um, The lab panel that we're recommending for today's show is our comprehensive panel. It's the GWH3 And I tell you that because when you get on our website at greenwisdomhealth.com, they are featured lab panels that are on our webpage because with that panel, you not only get the lab, that is 12 different panels of lab, which is about $3,500 normally at your doctor's office. Right now it's $298, and it comes with Dr. Lewis's consultation that comes with that for up to a 30-minute going over those lab results so you're not guessing at what's wrong might be a good thing but it might not (laughs) (laughs) you get a functional medicine report to show you where numbers are optimal uh not just in range and dr lewis tells you that also but it's a pretty green yellow and red chart that uh, you can see for yourself and we also give you a list of recommended supplements of what he's recommending to get you back on track so you can start having a life worth living so that is the comprehensive gwh3 And now we are going to try to make it through these questions because we didn't have a show last week, so we've got a lot this week. So we're going to try to move through them, and and Dr. Liss might not go into too many rabbit holes, so we'll we'll get him to answer them. Uh, (laughs) First, there were a couple of things he wanted to mention that he saw on some different um, TV shows that kind of struck a nerve with him. Um, (laughs) A lot of things strike my nerve. One of them was the CDC says that diseases from mosquitoes, ticks, and fleas have tripled since 2004. What does that tell you? That tells you our immune system's gone to heck in a bucket. Why is that? Well, we can go into the genetically modified food, the altered microbiome, da 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 And I'm freaking janted out because I'm telling people we're getting some new, better, oh my God, incredible lab tests. You'll know about them soon if, as soon as we can get our IT guy to get them on. And that's why he's freaking me out because he's making me work harder. Yeah, she, everybody knows she does a lot more work than me, but we can uh, better test your immune function and know what to do about it. Uh, so it's not that there's more mosquitoes, ticks, and fleas, or fleas and ticks, or, you know, I call them flicks and teas, but uh, it's because our immune system's gone to heck in a bucket. Okay, next. Cool. <laughs> Sorry, I never talk fast until this <laughs> that show. That was really good. <laughs> Thanks. Rabbit um, hole. A study finds loneliness is at epidemic proportions in America. Well, I've talked about that, too. We've become a a nation of consumerism. And, you know, I'm a big uh, gun nut. Sorry for you that aren't. But I used to get great, grand, and glorious pleasure out of buying stuff. And, you know, I said back in the 80s, I said, you know, having a BMW, 
the thrill goes away a lot sooner than the payment does. So we've become a nation of we get our thrill from consuming things rather than creating friends. And we're getting, I see it every day, people are stuck on information. Get on Facebook. What's next? What's next? What's next? Let's get on Google. Let's get on email. <clears throat> so we've gotten hooked on information. We are a nation of too much information and too little action. I think that's going to be the name of a show coming up, too. So <laughs> build relationships, folks. Okay. Regular sauna visits lower your risk of strokes. Yeah, this is on Good Morning America, and that's one of the things that I've said for years. Uh, far infrared sauna is one of the easiest ways to detox. Maybe Janet will get me a far infrared sauna sometime for my birthday or Christmas so I can be less toxic to live with. Sure. Okay. <laughs> now, we have a, well, actually, it's a, a statement. A statement from a lady named Alice B. She says, okay, so I've been on a regimen that Dr. Lewis suggested to help detox me as I go through getting my amalgam fillings out. And about two weeks in, my skin is amazing. The firmness and wrinkles are noticeably improved. What gives, Dr. Lewis? Do I, how, I will now need to stay on this miracle concoction. I always put them on something for their skin because women don't care about anything but pretty skin, hair, and nails. And men don't care about anything but testosterone. Uh, <clears throat> she told me she was taking HM Complex, which stands for heavy metal, uh, lipotropic detox to help your liver detox in, in different ways, and liposomal C to help uh, you know grab onto these amalgams if there was uh, that mercury coming out of the mouth. So she got more firm skin, and yeah, we sell a lot of the collagen, the, the patented, uh, studied human trial study, uh, collagen type 1 and type 2, that we're getting some pretty serious good results from. So, yeah, we can, if you throw it in there, your body can definitely detox it. Very good. So the HM complex, um, what does that do exactly? Somebody else asked me about that. Today. Well, it's it's kind of a daily detox cocktail with all the different things in it, too. So that helps pull out heavy metals. Yeah, it, it binds with it. You know, some of the you know higher levels of zinc, selenium, alpha lipoic acid, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Um, now we have Joe L. that wants to know is Colon Max, which is a product we have here for uh, constipation, okay to use for kids who have constipation in replacement of the often prescribed Miralax? I think Colon Max is probably too strong. I would suggest uh, Super Allo 250 and getting their gut function better, and that would be probiotics, and uh, fish oil helps with that. Uh, probiotics and, and a lot of fiber, you know, make them eat more vegetables and fruits and drink a lot of water. Um, yeah, the Super Aloe is uh, just aloe vera. I mean, so it's not anything. It's not one of those bad ones the GI doctors warn you about. It's not cascara. Well, isn't Miralax got some pretty bad stuff in there? Mm, it's controversial. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then the last question we have here is um, still from Joe. Do you have any ideas for bedtime snacks for kids? They often want cereal, but I'm guessing this is probably not the best option. Yeah, when I was a kid, I had two choices. Take it. Leave it or get daddy's belt. But other th other than that, 
They uh, don't sound like a very good bedtime snack to me. Uh, okay, I was going to be polite the whole time. I can't make it. Um, I think apples are good. I think avocados are incredible. Our little uh, four-year-old granddaughter will come in. Papa, avocado. Uh, she also asks for chips and hot sauce, but I try to steer toward the uh, avocado. Uh, boiled eggs, I peel a lot of those for her. Uh, and, you know, if you get them a good protein and a good fat, usually that will make their hunger go away and they'll feel more full, more satisfied and helps their behavior, too. Yeah, because I think actually the cereals and things actually make them hungrier because it's making them want to eat more. Cause it does. Yeah. We've, we've noticed that. It's like our, if our grandkids will eat cereal, then, you know, an hour later they're hungry again. And I think a bunch of it is the yeast. It's craving something else really bad because that kind of feeds it a bunch of times. Yes. And it's pretty empty. It's not protein, so it's not really filling them up. Well, you know how polite I always am. You know, I had a friend 10 years younger than me, and he says, da-da-da-da-da. I said, you need to quit eating grain. He said, well, no. The United States Department of Agriculture says eat 7 to 11 servings of grain per day. I said, Donald, when you were in FFA and you wanted to fatten up your calf, what did you feed him? He says, grain. He said, oh, my God, you caught me. And he needed to lose a whole lot of weight. And... uh and finally, years later, another doctor told him the same thing, and he's following this other doctor's advice, and he's lost, I don't know, 50, 75 pounds, looks great, and probably going to live longer because his heart was getting kind of questionable. So grain is not a good thing. If you can make cows fat with it, the only thing I think grain is good for is maybe making beer, and then that's kind of questionable, too. So basically having a protein at night would help them sleep better. and Yeah, but I like high fat, uh, good fat. Mm-hmm. which avocados, coconut oil, butter, uh, that helps too. Fat and protein. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, very good. Well, we hope you guys have been educated once again. And Dr. Lewis, do you have anything else that we left out? Real quickly. Okay. Uh, you know, we were talking about nutrient deficiency and people that say, no, you can get it all out of your food. Well, <clears throat> I'm going to read something real quick. It says, lack of B vitamin is common. And this is from New England Journal of Medicine. Lack of thiamine makes blood-brain barrier more leaky. Uh, Journal of Experimental Neurology and Lack of Thiamine. That's the benfotamine I put y'all on. Lack of B vitamin caused psychosis. British Journal of Psychiatry. B vitamin is needed to convert uh, amino acid tryptophan to serotonin in the neurotransmitter. Journal of Psychosomatic Medicine. Postpartum depression is due to low levels of B vitamins. American Journal of Obstetrics and Gynecology. Then PMS becomes worse with lack of vitamin D. Journal of Lancet. Folks, if we can get all this out of the food, why are these medical journals publishing this? And this is just on B vitamins. I could go on for hours. But unfortunately, we don't have hours to go over (laughs) all of it. So uh, you guys go out and get you something that's not aspartame for a drink today, like a... Cold beer. Water with lemon yeah. or lime. Water with lemon or lime. Because that actually helps stop your cravings for sweets. <laughs> and if you have questions, please email us. Uh, we also have a Facebook group that you can be a part of called Shooting Straight with Dr. Lewis. Just shoot shoot us an email or give us a call, and we'll be happy to add you to that group. And Dr. Lewis will enlighten you with his Dr. Lewis-isms on there as well. We hope you guys have a very blessed week, and we'll see you right here next time.